For real though, I had no idea how strange this will be until I'm sat here now, um, leaning towards my microphone and trying to record this introduction <laughs> for my podcast. My name is Esther and this is Not For My Village People podcast. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I wish, you know, sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes some things are not virtual. I wish um I wish there was a way I could say thank you more than words for the reactions and for you guys reaching out to me after listening to the intro and the very first um episode, official episode of um Not for My Village People. Yay. We're back here now. I'm inspired. I'm inspired. Some of you send me claps. Some of you sent me pats. Some of you sent me words of encouragement. Um, I've received congratulations and those lovely, beautiful emojis. Hopefully I get to continue to re- receive them. But anyways, I'm back here again t- um, today and I'm I'm recording this and I'm recording this on, uh, you know, on a special day. <laughs> My people, it's a falam time. <laughs> Um, it's Valentine's Day, and um, hopefully, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think this will, this will be uploaded on um on Valentine's Day, but it's Lovers Day. I'm in the mood to to record one thing or the other, and today I wanted to talk about foiling, foiling your mind, the things you expose your mind um to, and I'm sure at one point or the other. Um, just like me, just like a lot of people out there, you've said, you know, whatever you what, whatever you allow into your space um, is what you you feed off from, you know, whatever you feed your body is what your body would look like. Do you understand? Um, I'm sure. Yeah, actually thinking about that now, um, when we look at the mirror, you know what's happened. Yeah. You know what's happened? What well, you've been eating um, after Christmas. A lot of people are like, you know, I've added one one pound or the other year and there. Do you know, there's extra flesh here and there and things like that. Um, but the same thing with our mind, the same thing with our mind. I was in church on Sunday. Yeah, yes, your girl went to church. Ooh, praise the Lord, somebody. <laughs> so I was in church on Sunday and um, and my pastor was talking about, you know, um, reading the word of God and understanding it from your own perspective. And I've always been of the mindset of, especially when I, you know, when you thank God for social media and all of these things that we we are exposed to now and we listen to and we hear about other people and other situations and someone else's stories here and there and and also read up on all these different type of pastors and um, people out there and how they take their religions, yeah? And while my pastor was talking, um, one of the things I got from what he was saying about, you know, how it's important for us to fill our mind and read our Bibles or, you know, read the word of God and understand it from our perspective. He gave an example which resonated with me like uh, like I just I felt it deep and I was telling I was just telling someone I had a call with some, you know, I, I because of what I do, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a coach, I'm a personal development and career coach. And I tend to have opportunity to speak to, you know, people as often as possible, those that are losing confidence, um, those that are trying to secure new roles, those that are looking to transition career, those that are struggling to with one thing or the other. 
And I was speaking to this lady recently and she mentioned to me she was looking to change churches because um, she wanted a church where the pastors could lay hands on her and pray for her and everything. Now, I get that. I get that, you know, it's a mindset thing that you believe. But the thing is, we've been given the possibility and the opportunity to connect directly with God as well. But if you don't, you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. And what you, which is why I said, what you open, what you foil your mind with is very, very important. And when my pastor was talking in church, he said about, you know, as even as a pastor, he said, he's got some things that he goes through as well. Yeah. He has, you know, he has issues as well. Probably has arguments with his missus as well. You know, they have some things that they need to settle. The kids might, you know, just piss him off every now and again, you know, friends might annoy him and, his mood also changes. Obviously, we all have different emotional intelligence. And as a leader, he would react to things in a different way. I'm hoping he does. I think he's a wonderful pastor and I think he does actually. But I've never been in that I've never been on that level of relationship with him apart from him being my pastor, go to church, listen to him speak, get what I, uh, whatever download I'm able to get from whatever he says. But when he said that, he said, because sometimes, you know, you would think um, even the pastors can say, I'm praying for you. I'm going to pray for you. But if he's dealing with a lot of stuff in his mind, do, do you think, do you think he's really connecting with that prayer? After all, he's human, right? He's human. And if only as Christians, Muslims, or whatever religion that you practice, if only we know that we have this opportunity as well to connect directly to our God without having an intermediate person, someone in between us and that. But the only way you would know this is if you actually read your Bible yourself. Now, I don't know how we all read our Bible or your Quran or whatever book you you have there, but the Bible actually has answers to a whole lot of things. All the questions you're looking for, business advice is in the Bible, relationship advice is in the Bible, um, blessings and you know, prayers, how to do something better. Everything is in the Bible. One of the I read a Bible passage this morning, um, during my, you know, you know, after after going to church on Sunday and the pastor will be echoing um the need for us to read our Bible. Obviously, I foiled my mind with that particular information going back to foiling our mind and the type of things we foil our minds with. Um, I foiled my mind with that particular information, yeah, because I went to church and I had that. And now, if even maybe last week, I don't think I picked my Bible or maybe remember to read my Bible every day last week. But this week, I've been so intentional about it. It's still Tuesday. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. Um, and I'm, I've been very intentional about it. And one of the, again, you know, what you foil your mind with. One of the Bible passages I read this week, morning was um the book of esther the book of esther chapter one and the book of esther chapter one was saying um about how the king and the queen um queen vashti vashti i think oh please don't quote me now um but how the queen and how the king was having a party he had this you know at his celebration he had this feast for a whole week you know, so if it felt like maybe, you know, you know, Christmas period, how, how we are celebrating one thing or the other is Boxing Day, there's Christmas Day, there's Christmas, there is, you know, the day after Christmas and or Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day and then Boxing Day. And then we have all these other celebrations that happen here and there. You visit family, there is cake all the time. So it felt like that period in, in chapter one, um, chapter one, the book of Esther, chapter one, where they were, there was always something going on in the palace or wherever they were having it, it, it something going on. And the queen also took it upon herself to have you know host the women you know the women of the community of whatever um or, or the city or the state or the country she was hosting them she was having her own party as well 
So the king had invited, oh, now I'm preaching. <laughs> the king, but I'm, I'm trying to make a point. The king had invited, um, I'd asked some some of his, some of his, you know, very, you know, his left hand, his, his, his people, you know, his, his best, his best people on the side. He's asked them to go and call the queen. Asked her to come to their own this area just he wanted to he wanted to shine through her because she's a very beautiful woman and all of this stuff but then she refused to come because obviously she had plans she was doing stuff as well she refused to come whatever the situation was maybe she was busy maybe she was not busy maybe she they had argument before that maybe she just didn't feel like going or the relationship was already eating the rocks and she wasn't happy in it whatever the case may be but she did not go now the thing that asked the men that he had asked to go you know, go and bring my, my missus. He's asked them, okay, how do we resolve this? Now he's hungry, obviously, man ego. He's hungry now. He's like, how do I solve this? What is, what is this? And everything like that. And the people that he was asking for advice on how to potentially punish his missus or what he should do. The thing, these are the things they had to say. They said, you know, now that she's done that, other women in the community, in the city, they will also start to disrespect their husband. Because if the queen can disrespect the queen, the, the king, if the queen could disrespect the king, how do you expect other, you know, regular people, regular women and regular men, how do you expect their women to start treating them? Mm. And then they said, they didn't stop there. They went on to say, you know, what you should do is you should ban her from your presence. Don't also stop there. You should take on a new missus. Now, these are the king's advisors. The queen had no, she was not in that room where the king was asking. Now, let me tell you the things, the lessons I learned from that particular chapter. One of the lessons in the work environment, some there will be some rooms, job market, there will be some rooms you would not have access to. Now, my career coach side of things is coming into place. Now, when you submit your CVs, when you're looking for work, you, you don't have the opportunity to make a decision as to, uh, to, to help them make that decision as to inviting you for the interview. There'll be some people in a place where they will be making that decision, right? If it's not an application tracking system, making the decision on your CV. If it's actually, if you have the opportunity to have it in front of human beings, do you understand? And they're looking at various CVs, a couple of CVs, you know, you apply for jobs now and you, you, you read on, and indeed 20 people have applied, 200 people have applied for this job already. So now they've got 200 CVs, let's assume. And the CVs, they need to make a decision as to who is going to bring the CV. Now, may your CV or may you not, <laughs> may, may, may God give you the grace where the people, the rooms that you don't have access to, the people that are making decisions, that they, the decisions they make are in your favor, that it it's in your favor. That's number one I got from, you know, for the download I got from that particular chapter for employment market, for the job market, yeah? May 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 your situation be discussed among people that would that will have a kind heart and empathy for you and give you the opportunity to, to, to the possibility to have a second chance. Yeah, because they could have given her a second chance. It's the first chapter in Esther. There was no story before that that said she had done that before. That this was just a it's just the thing of the moment. It could be she was busy. She might be providing first aid services to another woman at that particular, at, at, at her own gathering. She might be having a speech right there. She must be, she might be solving some issues. She, she, 
she probably was doing one thing or whatever she was doing, but she was never given a second second chance. She wasn't given a second chance. May God, for rooms again, for rooms where we don't have access to, may may God, I, I'm not sure how to put it now, but may, may God give the people that will make the decision on our behalf, give them the, give us the grace where we, we, see, we find favor in their sight. That's for the employment market. Now, in marriage, in marriage or for you, for, for, for those of you in relationship and I've been married 11 years this year now by God's grace. Last year, we celebrated our 10th um, wedding anniversary or marriage anniversary. And um, it's a matter of the king was receiving advice from the, his advisors, right? That, those were the people foiling his mind. May our husbands, may our partners, may your boyfriends, uh, you know, may your sweethearts, may they not be listening. May the people foiling their mind be foiling their mind in your favor. And I'm guessing some people, someone, some ways, probably you're probably listening to this and you're thinking, oh, even if he listens to those people, um, it's because he's wanted to do it. It's not a matter of what they are telling him to do or what um, they're telling them to do. It's just because they've always wanted to do that. And that's why they did it. Mm, I agree to some extent with you. But the power of things that go through, goes into our mind is, is powerful. Oh my goodness. The things we take in, it is so powerful because the more we hear them, the more we see it, the more we start to think about it. And something happened to me recently that even a certain, now I've always known this. I've always known this. I, I mentioned during the intro that I'm a book lover. I'm a personal development lover. And as I said earlier, I'm a personal development coach. So I I, I, I want to believe I have a level of understanding as to the importance of personal development before I, I was able to put myself in that space to help people. And I've helped hundreds of people, hundreds of people um, when it comes to, um, you know, helping them, um, you know, support them mentally and, you know, building confidence and helping them understand that, you know, you deserve to be where you are. You deserve, you deserve, you deserve more out of life and how to go about it believing bigger in yourself and, and and things like that but our mind is a very powerful tool now recently my sister because I'm on maternity leave for those of you that don't know I'm on maternity leave I've got a four-month-old beautiful little girl um in the house um she's sleeping right now so I'm able to do this but I'm on maternity leave right now but with my maternity leave I'm still able I'm, I'm catering to my business I'm still running my business on the side and I asked her, I asked her, you know, I need some shows to watch. So she asked me to watch some shows. She she gave me a list of a few. I'm currently watching Smallville. Now, don't judge me. I know it's an old show and I know that, 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 that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. But I'm loving it right now. I'm loving Smallville. But the one I watched before that was Veronica Mass. <laughs> and I know it's an old show as well. Veronica Mass. By the time I finished season one, Oh Lord, guys, I was already forming the whole idea and a business. I've already, I already created a whole business of me starting a private investigation firm. Honestly, and I'll be good at it for you, for those of you that know me. <laughs> Whatever I do, I will be good at. <laughs> no, because of watching that show. Now, I can't remember how many um, episodes was in season one. I can't remember how many episodes were in season one, but I think maybe about 20, definitely more than 10. 
definitely more than 10. And after watching that, watching it was exposing my mind to what I was foiling it with. At that particular point, it was, it was, you know, we're still talking about foiling our mind, right? Whatever, what we foil our minds with. And I was foiling my mind with that. Anything you open your mind to, anything you open your head to, anything you open your sight to, your vision to, anything you open it to, it will take it on board. But how you accept it, how you embrace it, how you acknowledge it is important. But at some point, you might even lose control of it because you've been looking at it for that long. You've been listening for it to it for that long. You've been seeing it for that long. I'd watched that many episodes of Veronica Mars and now my mind now my head now everything everything was telling me everything around me was telling me you could become a private investigator what what does it take you just you you drive around you park in front of houses you 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 tailgate cars around town to see what people's husbands and friends and and husbands and boyfriends are doing and girlfriends and wives are doing outside of their houses or you investigate a murder murder and 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 things like that yes because that was what i was filling my mind with the same thing with whatever we exposed ourselves to now I'm very deliberate and very intentional about personal development, the type of books I read, the type of maybe sometimes movies I watch, um, the type of um, podcasts I listen to, and even the news. I th- I think some some if you've ever attended for those of those that have ever attended my webinars or um when I um or when I've been speaking at a, a one place or the other I'm also an international speaker by the way don't worry we'll still we'll, we like I said we'll get to know me a lot you you'll get to know me the more you listen to to me do all of this <laughs> the more you get to know me I'm also an international speaker I've had the opportunity to speak in some countries outside of the uk i'm proud of that um but yeah um the things the things that i allow into my space i'm very deliberate and very intentional about it and as soon as i start to notice it not being to my favor or teaching me things i would normally not want to do i try as much as possible to withdraw myself from it the very first one I succeeded at was the news. Now, I think in the intro, I already mentioned I grew up in Belgium. And um, when I had the opportunity to start living alone, I started living alone at the age of 17. You know, um, so when I had the opportunity to start living alone, I had to, you know, set alarms. You've got to work. You know, your girl is an hustler. Um, you've got to work. You've got to do all of this stuff, go to school and everything. So I would set my alarm to wake me up because I had to travel about um, 90 minutes to school and then from school to work and all of that. So, so I had to wake up very early in the morning. But the alarm clock I had at the time, you know, one of those alarm clock, I don't know if they still do, I'm sure they still do that, make them, but a lot of people don't really buy alarm clocks anymore. At least I'm thinking, I'm hoping um, your phone can do that particular, provide you with that services as well. But I had the alarm clock where, you know, it wakes me up with the news. 
So as soon as the voice just comes up, either they're singing at that particular time or the news is on, I wake up because I know it's time to get ready and get out of there. And one thing I noticed back in 2009, ooh, la, la. yeah, that's a while back now. Back in 2009, oh, I don't know if you remember 2009, a lot of bad things happened. A lot of bad things are still happening. Yes, I know that. But in 2009, I'm sure I've told the story before to, to maybe some people, maybe wherever I'm speaking at, or maybe my community, my personal development community as well. And, um, Every time I wake up in th- th- that year, 20, 2009, there was always someone that died. A mother that tried to kill her children. A husband that has set a fi- his wife on fire or chopped her into goat me sizes. Uh, you know, all these bad things. A father that forgot um, his, his, his baby in the car and went to work, came back from work. And the baby had fried. It was summertime. Every time I wake up, those were the kind of news I woke up to. And on my ride to work or to school, I would be depressed. Because how do you wake up listening to the fact that a mother, because the, a husband, the father of the children had broken a heart and um, and uh, just uh, left them, you know, left them alone and run, run off with another girl. Um, she, she was so heartbroken, she tried to kill her children and herself. She succeeded in killing her children, four kids, but she couldn't kill herself. How do you wake up to, to that type of news and function right the, the whole day? All I was thinking on the bus ride, every time I, w- and I, I started to feel like I was falling into depression. So I made the decision in 2009 to stop listening to the news. Definitely not the news waking me up again. And since then, that was it. That was it. An example of what you fuel your mind with, right? Now, another thing is back in high school, back in high school, I finished my high school in Africa. Back in high school, um, I used to, I, I, I always read, I had always read some one thing I did. And for those that of you that remember, um, those, those are from Nigeria, Int Magazine, Int Magazine, H-R-N-T, Int Magazine. Oh, that was my favorite right then. I would buy it with whatever penny I, I, I get. I would buy Int Magazine and I would read all those books, all those mills and booms and whatever they call them, um, back in the day, because I, I love to read, but I wasn't sure what to be reading then. So I just picked up whatever, I could lay my hands on without having to afford it or, you know, buy it or pay for it or was too expensive for me. And I would read it. And Int Magazine was telling me at the time, even though I was still, you know, I was not sexually active, that I was 100% sexually active and you could do whatever you wanted. And I, I didn't experiment. Um, but, you know, I was able to tell the story like I was actually experimenting. I would tell it to whoever wanted to listen at the time. Because those were the information I was foiling my mind with. Those were the things my mind told me I could I could be as well. At some point, I even wanted to, you know, it was during that period when I was in high school was when, um, ooh, now that I'm telling this story, I don't know if you all know her, um, Shadi Okoya. That was when she married um, her husband. Um, from She was a Unilag student at the time. The, the story it was everywhere. You know, Oviation Magazine and all of that stuff as well. And um, I remember she... It, Okoya was supposed to be a sugar daddy then because Okoya was married. He was originally married. 
can I get in trouble about the story? <laughs> Maybe not because it's all over. They're still married, by the way, and they're happily married. I see their pictures all the time on, on social media. And I'm like, oh, wow, well done. But back then, they, I'm talking about, now I'm, you know, I'm almost 35 now. So I'm talking about 20, 23, 24, 25, yeah, 25, 26 years ago. Yeah, back then, maybe when I was 12, 13, 14. Yeah, at that age, when I read those things, those were the things I communicated as well. Now, looking at the testimony of all those things, you know, whatever you foil your mind, I was foiling my mind with that, with Ince Magazine, with Oviation. And Oviation Magazine, if you remember, I don't know if they're still, if they're still there now. Oviation Magazine, you would, when you flip it open, you would see all these wealthy folks spraying money, just spraying money at parties, you know, like all the money on the floor. And I'm like, oh my God, are people this rich that they would just, you know, they would just spray money and step on it and nobody would be bothered about picking them up. Those were the pictures I saw then. And I always thought to myself, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. And I even developed my love, my love for African attires. I love African attires. For those that know me, they know I love my African attire. If not because of the weather in the UK, I would wear African attire every day. Every day, if I have the opportunity to, I would wear it every day. But not even, you know, seamstresses and tailors. They're very expensive. <laughs> so I really can't even afford that luxury. But um, yeah. I would wear it every day because of those things that I was exposed to my mind. I was foiling my mind with. Those were the things I saw. Those were the things I learned. Now, I said earlier, a lot of us at some point or the other, we've talked about uh, your, your, your mindset. You need to have positive mindset. But it's not just about saying it. The little things as well count. Now, as I grew up, I was able to pick up Paradigm Shift book at some point. I think I moved on to Daniel Steele and I fell in love with Daniel Steele and there was no book Daniel Steele will write then I wouldn't read. I wouldn't, I would not read. And then I picked up at some point, one way or the other, I don't know how it happened. I picked up Woman of Substance and that was what changed the idea of books I read forever. I would never go back now. I picked Woman of Substance and I read how Emma changed her whole life. The, character, the main character of Woman of Substance, how she changed her whole life by believing bigger in herself. Despite the fact that she was from a very small place, she made big things out of the small places she came from. The things you fool your minds with direct. Direct you. Help you towards your direction. Now, another thing I'm very intentional about is... Um, when I meet people that I know they're smarter than me and they are not, not particularly smarter than me, actually, but that we, we kind of vibe, you know, we have vibes and, and all the people as well. I respect age. Oh Lord. I respect age because apart from, I know there is this saying, you know, some people say, you know, a fool at 40 is a fool forever. So age is nothing but number. I know that. I know that. But there are some people that with age, with age comes wisdom. With age comes wisdom because it, the child that, have not, that has not been given birth to yet has not seen what I'm able to see now. Now, this is my third attempt of owning or, or starting my own podcast. Now, I think I'm enjoying it. I'm going to record more as more as I can. But a child that is my four month old baby has no idea what podcast means. Now, that is something age has awarded me 
that she doesn't have because she's only four months old. So I respect age because with age comes experience. With age comes, I hope, wisdom as well for some, for most. So when I meet people that are older than I am, that are older than I am, or they've attained things than more than I have attained, they, they don't even have to be older than me now. I respect that about them. And I, I think a lot of people do as well. I'm probably just over saying it now, but I respect them. And I try to cover time to have conversations with those of them that would want to have conversations with me. There was a time, um, now I, you know, my parents separated, um, my parents are separated and, um, and I, uh, I have always, you know, I never see them as a good example of uh, marital advice or, or things like that. But now I feel like they, they were growing. <laughs> they, st- they started making babies too soon, I would say, too, way too soon. Um, but they were grown now. Now I, I do go to them for some advice. But at some point, I, I never used to go to them because I feel like they don't have a lot to tell me. They don't have, I don't have anything to learn from them I, then, not now. Then I used to think I did not have anything I want to learn from them when it comes to marriage. So I would take people, you know, like people come to our church and um, they give testimonies about they've been married for 30 years, for 40 years. I would approach them and ask to take them to lunch. It's about the time you spend with people and the intelligent, the the amazing lessons, the, the qualities you can learn from and the opportunity to grab whatever opportunity um, to fuel your mind with good things because there are a lot of not so good things out there free without you knowing that you're 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 taking in and polluting your mind polluting your space with a lot of things a lot you don't even have to pay for it you don't even have to take them to lunch you don't have to take them to dinner the information is there for you so if there are a lot of those information not so good information let me say not so good information that would pollute your mind out there be intentional and deliberate about the ones that blesses your mind about the ones that you want to fuel your mind with because those are the things that determine your tomorrow those are the things that determine what you do those are the things that determine how you react to things those are the things that make you who you are those are the things that can help your passion, your purpose, the real you, the authentic you, bloom, blossom. Those are those are the things. Like I said, church on Sunday, yeah? And the pastor was talking about feeding your mind so you're strong as a Christian yourself and not relying on the strength of a pastor, of a priest, of a pope or something in order for you to connect with your God. If you read the word of God, you would be able, you would understand, you would get the answers to whatever it is you're looking for or you want. Be intentional about it. And it's as little as the Bible, the the Bible, you know, just pick up a Bible and read. Something about about the Bible and even things generally. Remember I said during my, my first episode about perspectives. We pick up information based on our experiences. We pick up information based on the things that are, you know, our life lessons. We pick up information based on our exposure to things. Those are, that's how we pick up things, information. And, um, you know, psychopath, they might be, psychopath might be born that way, but also 
the kind of things they're exposed to, which is why um I think it is a psychiatrist or te- therapist or whatever they're called, um, this people with professional skills to do that, they're able to to pay more attention to kids that have maybe been through such child abuse, like if a, a father was to kill the mother in front of the child, they pay a lot of attention to them because ch- children like that, they tend to become the psychopaths um, or um, or serial killers at some point in their life because those are the things they were exposed to we know all those little things do something intentionally deliberately to fuel your mind with because the ones that you're not even intentional about deliberate about will fuel it all you have to do go on instagram go on twitter you will lend all the f words all the you know all the passwords in this world Without even asking to learn it, you will learn things that you don't need to learn that will not benefit you one way, any any way or the other. So don't just live life, don't just walk through life. I know, and I know it's very easy. Oh Lord, I've got a four month old, and I've got a five year old, and I've got a husband. I've got you know, you know, those people can be big but not big at the same time. I feel like I I know it feels the same way about me. But you've got all this things. You've got life happening. I've got a business. I've got a career that I'm still building. I've got goals. I've got dreams. I've got aspirations. And I've got not for my village people podcast <laughs> now. You know, adding salt to water. I've got that now as well. A lot of things are happening in life. Do yourself a solid by being deliberate and being intentional about the things you fill your mind with. I was talking about respecting age and, and, you know, I'm very intentional that every year, I think for about five, four, four, five years now, people I connect with, I'm able to connect with like that. I make sure at least once a year, I have a conversation with them. We probably go to lunch. We, you know, or just have a telephone conversation, conversation for at least 30 to 40 minutes. I just, you know, we, we start from life and people you, people you gel with, people you resonate with, people, you know, people with the same mindset as you, trust me, especially those that you, you're, you're wanting to learn from when you, you just have five minutes conversation, you've gone into a different, a totally different territory of conversation. And you're like, mm, mm, that was an ah moment. That was a download. Oh, that's a quotable quote. Be intentional the people you have conversations with because those that you don't want to have conversations with, you end up having conversations with them anyways at work, at, at you know, restaurants, place of church, wherever, you mosque, wherever you go to. There are people that you you never plan to have conversations with or you never want to have conversations, but you still end up having conversations with them. So be intentional about those ones that will fill your mind with great things. Plan it in. Make plans for it. Now, I think one of the reasons why I'm recording this now, I think next week I have uh, I have a date with another, with a, a sister. I call her sister now because she's one of those people that I met and it was like, poof, wow, wow, wow. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I will, I will do that. I will take that into, I will take that into consideration. I will, I will, I'll, that's a good idea. Those are the moments I had with her the very first time I met her. And I've been very intentional. Even during the lockdown, we met. We had our virtual coffee dates on Zoom. 
30 to 40 minutes, 30 to an hour is all you need. And some people will just have conversations and you get that idea. You get that idea there. You get that, you know, you get that download. You get that information that you may need. There are informations out there that will not fuel, benefit, profit, be an advantage. You would not learn from, but you're taking in any ways because it's there and available. But for your own benefit, for your growth, for your development, for your passions and purpose to evolve and bloom and blossom, like the loads of flowers you're going to be seeing out there today. I went to Tesco and got myself a flower today. I love flowers anyways, but yes, it's Valentine. So why not? Why not do that for myself? So I got myself flowers and I'm looking at it right now. It looks so beautiful. Got some red in them, some white tulips in them as well. It's it's really beautiful. So if you want to really know yourself, live an authentic life, do yourself a favor, be deliberate, be intentional about the things you fuel your mind with. It's not for my village people again. I hope I've not bored you guys today, but yeah, it is what it is. And I'm just trying to, you know, put out whatever is going on in my hyperactive mind at buddy so <laughs> out there yeah all right thank you so much for for today again and once again thank you for the love thank you for the love on the first episode i really appreciate you guys thank you until next time bye for now